it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 17. We have some interesting (laughs) would-you-rathers to go over today and some other big stuff to talk about. Yeah, um, we decided to do another Would You Rather episode because, like, honestly, we had so much fun with the first one. We wanted to hear more of what you guys had. Um, But before we get into that, as most of you probably know, Fury is, like, big broke. Yeah, like, kind of scary broke. (laughs) Yeah, like, I I was literally just saying... How did no one notice that? Like, no parking. Like, how is that recorded by a guest? Yeah. And that, yeah. I, that's bad in the, like, what I've been hearing is that there may have been a slight crack a week beforehand that just was gone unnoticed. Yeah, that's what I was hearing, too. It's still just kind of crazy, like, because it, it's in a walkway going into the park, and that ride is running all day. Yes, seeing the video of the train going through it and it just shifting backwards, that is frightening. And that could have been very, very bad. Yeah, that's like a major support and a major turn on that ride. and. It's it's kind of crazy. It's just crazy to me that that went unnoticed. Yeah. And how many and cycles did it run before someone noticed? Exactly. Exactly. Because we have the the only the one train. We don't have we don't see multiple ones going through there because we don't have a lot of video of it. But we see the one go through there. But it, there had to have been more than one. Yeah, I can't imagine that like it broke and all of a sudden someone was there to record it. Yeah, like the instant it broke, right? Exactly. Like someone, it had to take someone a little while to realize that was. Yeah, because then they would have, the same person I think went and told guest services. So they had to take the time to walk over there. Yeah. So how many more trains went through after that video was recorded? It is, it's big, scary. And I mean, and today we we see um, crews climbing, or was it yesterday? They were climbing today and yesterday. They were climbing all over the track expect- and inspecting it. So hopefully there's no other issues found with Fury and it can try to get opened up as soon as possible again. Yeah, because I would imagine that they're asking the same questions as us. Like how long was that broken before anyone noticed it? And oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the, the stress that was put on the actual track itself trying to stay in that position without that support that it throws some pretty serious forces right there. Yeah. Because it's pushing against the track when it's making that turnaround. It's it's and like, there was a picture that was, was going around that I shared that it looked like there may have been a, a crack in the track itself, but it's too blurry to make out. It could be dirt. It could be a crack or it could be something else, but just a chip in the paint, but still scary to think about because anytime you see something that's, right there where all those forces were exerted. It could be. You never know. Yeah, it, it could be. We don't know how long it was running without that support. It very well could have put stress on the track that the track cannot handle. Because uh, wow. it can. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, those trains are how many tons? 
of weight putting, you know, just pushing against the bolts that are in there. Yeah, it's it's definitely crazy. I'm I'm glad it was caught before anything bad happened. Um, but it, it's just the whole situation is insane. Yeah. And now you see uh, somebody today at Cedar Point saw some sort of something on one of the supports for Gatekeeper. And Cedar Point was out there like instantly. Yeah. So, and the, like, the ride from what I was seeing, it was shut down for like over two hours as they were inspecting it pretty heavily to figure out what exactly it was on that support. Yeah. Um, um, and I know it, it opened back up and it, I think it was just some chipped paint or something like that. So uh gatekeeper is safe but i assume that the parks i mean if i was them i'd probably be inspecting all of my b&ms just to be safe i don't know yeah it's yeah i mean <laughs> but at the it's, same it's... time like i would think a visual inspection of those supports is something that like should be done enough that that should have been caught like yeah broke all the way through like yeah, that... <laughs> broke all the way through i feel like it should have been done yeah and i feel like i thought that they do that during the off season but i know that like carowinds is now year round which i assume that every coaster is going to have a certain period of time for being down to go through all of that um i don't know if they did the little i don't i don't know what the test is called but where they checked to see if there's any weak metal, how they run like the trains and th stuff through there during the off seasons. But I don't know if they do that on supports. I assume that they have to every once in a while. Yeah, I have no idea. I uh, just a scary thought. And uh, is this going to cause Cedar Fair not to build any more B&Ms, just like Intamins and RMCs? And <laughs> so not really... Obviously, like, these aren't really my thoughts just going off of a tweet that I saw earlier, but I saw someone bring up a very valid point of, like, this kind of makes you question if Intamin is really as, as at fault as people are led to believe in a lot of the issues that they've had, considering the fact that this this is, like, like I don't know, like, does this fall on Cedar Fair maintenance, essentially? Like, and does the relationship with Intamin fall on Cedar Fair maintenance, which I don't know. I don't know about enough about the subject to really go into it, but it's a very interesting thing to think about. And it's something that I think should be thought about because it's just a little crazy. Like I always chalk it up to Cedar Fair asking for too many groundbreaking things too quickly out of these manufacturers. But yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I mean, it, it, it makes sense. I mean, with like Millennium Force was, I believe that was their first cable lift that they did. Um, so obviously that's new for them going that tall as well. Uh, obviously Dragster, that's the that was the most sophisticated ride ever at that point in time. Um, and then I mean, I mean it, it it makes sense that it could go that way if you think about it. Like, yeah, it does. It's definitely top throw dragster because there's at this point there's zero reason Intamin can be put at fault for that. Like, unless they come up with some type of design flaw, but like that piece being loose really has to come down to a maintenance issue. It has to. I mean, it has to because that ride was there for twenty years beforehand. Exactly. <laughs> and, 
And and another thing I wanted to bring up is Cobb broke its cable what like two weeks ago and it's already back up and running. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I feel like when Kate when Dragster did that, it was not open that fast. No, I don't think so either. But I think I I can't remember who told me this, but I believe that Six Flags Great Adventure always keeps a backup cable for Ka because that's like Ka is like their big yeah thing, especially with Toro down. When Toro was down, like Ka is what they were leaning on. They have other good rides, but like it's Ka, like that's their big draw. Um, so I'm pretty sure they do always keep a backup cable. So I don't know if that timeline would have been different if they had to order a backup, like if they had to order a cable. Yeah. And it makes, I mean, it's another thing is I don't, I've never been to great adventure, but it always seems like Ka has more. It was, it's been more reliable than dragster has ever, ever was at least maybe from what I could gather. Yeah. Like I don't Ka went down for like the slightest, the wind blew the wrong way and Ka was down, but that was because of weather and things like that. Um, I definitely think Cobb ran more than Dragster, for sure. As it should, because Cobb's king. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it just, it, it, it really uh, begs the question, is like, does Cedar Fair maintenance do enough for the rides? Yeah, it's like, I definitely don't ever want to like, I don't know. I don't ever want to think about this kind of stuff. Like is the maintenance, especially in a fair like Cedar or a chain like Cedar fair. But I just saw that tweet and it's a very valid question. It's a very valid concern. Um, at this point, like looking back. Yeah. A lot of these issues be maintenance things. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I've, out of all the years that I've been riding coasters, I've never seen anything like this before. So hopefully it's just a one-off fluke type deal. Um, who knows? I mean, it kind of started right around a weld area. So it might've been just a weak weld right there. I don't know. And maybe B&M decides that they don't want to use the same plant anymore to make their supports and track. I don't know. That's a change that they would have to make, but if there is multiple instances, I would I would assume that they would make a change, but maybe not just this one. But you never know. Yeah, I always like the with it being on the weld and with being on a sport too. Like, I was kind of curious if like this is the first season that Fury has been running all year round, and when I was there, it was like a degree or two above when Fury had to shut down. I wonder if running it in that type of weather does put like extra strain on the supports and the welds as well. Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, people don't want to hear it, but maybe fury shouldn't run in like December, January, February type months. Yeah. Like it's capable of doing it, but maybe it like, I wonder if it puts more strain on the structure because you're still having the same weight on that structure, but metal just reacts differently to different weather, especially hot versus cold. So I wonder if that could like have anything to do with it as well, which again, I don't know anything about that. Like that's literally just a question. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I don't know anything about that as well. And, or maybe even instead of closing it for those months, it has to have some a higher temperature threshold, at least. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what comes of this. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder how fast they'll get Fury up and running, if we'll see any type of design change with adding a different type of support there because of the forces maybe that are in that section of track in that section of the ride. Um, I've always thought that since this happened, I was taking a look and that when that train comes back through there, it's like really pushing against that, tr that section. I feel like there should have been a support on the backside pushing up towards it as well, but I don't know. Yeah. Supports like, it's not always like some of the sports really make sense to me, but sometimes I look at supports in certain areas and I do question like why they're placed there and like, what is the actual like thought process behind it? So yeah, I, it's a way above what I know, but um, I could definitely see them maybe putting an extra support in that section. Cause it, it does like with the, the speed that that coaster is going that is that has to put a lot of stress on that support yeah i agree and i don't if you if, if anybody's listening that is an engineer let us know yeah we have questions we're curious we have questions uh well before we move on i just want to take this time to also send out a reminder that august 25th is our new meetup at dorney park um so you know, there may, you know, there's some exciting things that are going on for Dorney, I think, coming up soon uh, that, you know, we might be able to, you know, hear about or anything like that. Um, a special, a special behind the scenes tour as well. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Just remember, August 25th is a Saturday. So come hang out. Yes. And ride Talon. Yes. We'll ride Talon. Yes, we will. Most importantly, guys, let's ride Talon. Uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited for that, and I can't wait to... Hopefully, people can make it out. I think it'll be a good time. Yeah, I think so, too. It's a fun park. It's a very... um, Like, it has... You can tell that the park was built in, like, a very far back time. That's a very weird way to put it. I don't know why I put it like that. Um, it's just a very interesting park because of how old it is and how, like, you can see the add-ons being added on. Um, it's an interesting park. It's very hilly, so we're yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come, uh, come ride these coasters with me, as these will be all my first time being on them. Well, kind of. I mean, I've been on possessed technically, as we've said in the past, but not possessed. Yeah, it's it doesn't count if it's moved. <laughs> uh, and then another thing I wanted to bring up is. Maybe you'll see us in Florida in sometime in February. Uh, I know I'll be there for sure. Um, me and somebody that always leaves us a question are going to head down there. And I think, I don't know, are, are, are you planning on trying to come down? I never need an excuse to go to Florida. Okay. Oh, so, I will likely be, I will make my way down there. <laughs> Unless there's something crazy going on here, I will be down there. Well, LFG, because that's fun. I can't wait. <laughs> LFG. <laughs> 
Um, so we have a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of these would you rather's that I think are going to be fun to go over. <laughs> yeah, some of these are good. <laughs> Thank you guys for not like going crazy. Last time I feel like every question was about talent. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like there's some variety in this one. There's a little less of me wanting to jump off a bridge. So <laughs> way to go, guys. We need more talent. Come on. We need more talent. Um, so I guess uh let me see here. I'll start us off with the uh oh no, no, I'm sorry. You start us off. All right. So first we have Josh from Station Weight. He said, would you rather Zamperla do top throw dragster 2.0 with the guarantee that Intamin will work with Cedar Fair starting in 2025 or Intamin do top throw dragster and then not work with Cedar Fair again until 33? Uh, this is an easy, easy one for me. Dragster will be a Zamperla for, uh, from the, for here on out because I would like Intamin will work with Cedar Fair starting in 2025. Yeah, I definitely agree. Top Throw Dragster, we've talked about this before. Top Throw Dragster, to me, like, I get it. They're cool rides. But a Strata is so, like, it's done in, like, a minute. A multi-launch, like, I don't know. Like, I'll take a shit Strata for a new multi-launch any day. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then another thing, like, I know people have seen me say, like, oh, it's going to be Intamin, it's going to be Intamin. You know, like, at the end of the day, I'm still going to ride this coaster if it's Zamperla. And it might be good, and then props to them. Or it might be crap, and then that, and that sucks for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, when it comes to that, I'm going to, like, I feel like pitchforks are going to come out. Like, I can really care less about Top Throw Dragster, if we're being honest. Like, Stratus just, like, don't interest me. So yeah. I would love it to be Intamin, because I do really love Intamin. And Zamperla does worry me a little bit, because they've never done something on this scale. But, like, honestly, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to let Pacoma do it, sure. I don't care. I'll ride it once, and I probably won't ride it again. There you go. Only if the lines are, like, walk-on. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like to me, a strata is a strata no matter who does it. It's it's not really gonna be like Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean I get it. I'm it's not I didn't ride Dragster every time I went to Cedar Point. I mean I would ride it if it was not busy or if it was like somebody else's first time. And that's about it. Yeah, which makes sense because it's like you have to on someone's first try, but yeah. Yeah. All right. So the next one comes from Coaster365, and he is asking, uh, would never ride a roller coaster in Ohio again or never ride a roller coaster in Pennsylvania again? But this comes with a twist. <laughs> Jen has to argue the case for Ohio, and I have to argue the case for Pennsylvania. Oh my oh. gosh. Oh, Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> Bryant really coming in here with the twist. So that means I never ride coasters in PA again. Hmm. I I'm mean, I get Maverick then. Bop, bop. True. Us Maverick shirts. 
<laughs> yeah, if if we you won't see this video, but we are both wearing Maverick shirts. You have the logo, and I have the uh, the one that's like Terra Launch and Intamin. <laughs> yeah, we both, we unplanned. We're both wearing our Maverick shirts today. Um, oh, I mean. Man. I haven't been to Kings Island either, so it's so hard for me to argue this. Yeah, I mean, I get Skyrush and Wildcast Revenge and Talon. And Talon at 35. <laughs> what is this? Spooky Screaming Talon. Yeah, you get Green Talon and Spooky Screaming Talon. Green Talon is a good BNM Intamin, or BNM Intamin, wow. BNM Invert. I do like it. Um, I do get Millie too. It's true. You do have a Giga. I don't. I get two hypers though, right? Yeah. And, and, and well, three hypers. Phantom's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Be oh like, uh, they're hypers though. They're hypers. <laughs> I'm not like a huge fan of hypers. Other than Skyrush. Skyrush is a different breed of hyper. Technically, I think so. I always call it a hyper two, but technically, I think it's considered a wing coaster. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, a, a hyper wing, a hyper wing. Yes, there we go. Um, I mean, I do at least get the the beauty of Steel Vengeance. Um, mm -hmm. will I complain the whole time? Probably, but I get a lot more wooden coasters that are like high up on people's lists right yeah maybe. twister oh my gosh ravine flyer 2 maybe i forget I forget watermelon mirrors of pennsylvania <laughs> uh i mean they're pretty pennsylvania has a lot more coasters than ohio ohio might have i don't know more top end yeah Hershey Park's making a push, though, for real. That's the thing. Hershey Park is the one that makes this hard. Like, Hershey Park's collection makes this extremely hard. Because, like, Kings Island and Cedar Point, like, they have a lot of coasters. But when it comes to, like, the quality, I would take almost anything at Hershey Park over those parks which i can't like fully say that for king's island but just like in theory looking at their collection um yeah. other than maverick that's really like my i'm here for maverick yeah i would say if you could take king's island's like charm and like just the uh the atmosphere and put it at hershey i think that would be the best park in america really yeah hershey is like Hershey is a top tier park. It really yeah. is. It really oh is. And it makes... Super duper looper. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's my coaster now. Uh, thank you. Um... All right, I'm I'm done with this one. <laughs> Brian, you suck. PA for the win. Yeah, PA actually for the win. But wait, on like a real note, what is your real answer to this? Oh man, it's really tough because. As of right now, I think that Cedar Point and Hershey are like tied for like being two of the best parks in the states. I, can I mean, I really do. I really do. And I and 
just because like it's nostalgia reasons, yes, for for Cedar Point, but if I had like, oh man, I'd probably put Hershey one A, Cedar Point one B, just because Hershey enjoys their Intamins where Cedar Point doesn't. So yeah, I also think that there is like the amount of maintenance that Hershey puts into it. Like those rides ride beautifully for their age. Um, and except, like, for Fahrenheit, Hershey, right? except for Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit's <laughs> all garbage. We love you, Fahrenheit. Sorry, Hershey. (laughs) Chris loves you, Fahrenheit. I love everything else at Hershey. That's a good one, though. That was a good question. Thanks, Brian. That was good. All right. So then we have Cedar Kev. He said, would you rather keep Talon around or replace it with an Intamin? Oh, my. I feel like you should have answered this one first, but... (laughs) Uh, we'll save the best for last because I'm, I'm excited to hear what you're going to say for this. Uh, don't take your shank out because we're tearing Talon down and replacing it with an Intamin. <laughs> so, honestly, this depends for me. If Talon is being moved to another park, then replace it with the Intamin. Um, I feel like Dorney Park, like, Dorney Park could really benefit from, like, an out-of-this-world intimate. So, uh, this is going to go back, and I've mentioned this maybe a couple times in the past. So, you know what park needs a good invert? Valley Fair. Valley Fair also has another intimate impulse. The dueling intimate impulses are for real, people. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Yep, I brought. It. I got to find a way to sneak it in there eventually. So somehow you're gonna kill me with these doling impulses. <laughs> the only person in the world asking for them. Um, it would be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, uh, but no. I mean, if for, like a real answer, uh, move. If yeah, I would like to have Talon moved to Valley Fair and then just put an Intamin multi launch there. Yeah, I don't necessarily think Valley Fair is where I would want it to go, just because Valley Fair doesn't really get the traction for it. Like, I would want it to go somewhere that more people can experience it. Where would that be that doesn't already have an invert? Mm, I don't know. King's Dominion? Oh. Oh, yeah, it would be like a good addition to king's dominion um or i can't think i don't think they have an invert invert somewhere like dollywood yeah like just somewhere that gets a lot more traction because i it is obviously as you guys know it's my favorite being an invert i would like it to get the traction um or at least bring some kind of draw um, where Valley Fair, like, I don't think a B&M invert is going to bring them to the point where people want to go there. What about SeaWorld Orlando? I, I want to be able to keep its talent name, though. True. I guess it doesn't have to keep the name. It's still such a good ride. It would be a good addition to SeaWorld Orlando, and I think that would make them the... That would probably make them the B&M leader in the country. 
Yeah. Because right now I think they're only behind Great Adventure when you look at footage of of BNM track. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm down, I think an inverts the only thing that that uh, Orlando's missing, right? Or win, or uh, they don't have a wing coaster or a dive. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably get those well, though. <laughs> yeah, you do have Tampa though, which has like all of the. Yep. I, I could see them doing a wing, but that's the only that's the only thing that's not in Florida. That's a B and M, right? Like I a wing coaster. So, except when, unless we want to bring back like old school stand ups. Pipeline. Well, pipeline's like new. That's a big Oh, anyway. All right. Uh, thanks, Cedar Kev. Um, we both have killed Talon. Sorry. Yeah, unfortunately, that's such a that's I feel so bad. We didn't kill it, we moved it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. So uh flaming scrubs asked. And this is for you, I believe, because uh, I'm not sure what this is. Play Fascination or never play it again. Is that? I thought this was for you. Oh, I thought it was a show at <laughs> Phantasm. Is or what's that? What's a Disney or is that a Disney show? <laughs> play i don't know what he means i don't i don't know either play fascination or never play it again fascination uh, we might have to uh you might have to let us know about this one because uh is it a game is it i don't know i feel so bad <laughs> i don't know what it is I don't know why I was thinking it was that show that was at Disney or something like that. Fantasmic, but this is. Yeah. I found that there's. The game is a redemption game. So there is a game called Fascination. Play classic games on. I guess, I mean, to answer the question, since I've never heard of it, I guess I would never play it again. <laughs> never play it yeah. again. Yeah. I think the answer is never play it again because neither of us know what it is. Um, but if you would like to elaborate, have fun. Sorry, we don't know. All right. So um, moving on, we have Mitchell. Um, would you rather ride Rougarou or Valraven blindfolded? Uh, give me Valraven because I know that Valraven is like much newer and smoother where... As to Rougarou, I want to see where I need to brace in certain areas. Brace myself. See that argument. I think Rougarou. Um, because I love Rougarou was my first um floor. Is it floorless? Yeah. It's my first floorless that was converted from a stand-up coaster. So the profiling on Rougarou is so weird. Like not anything that, like, if you rode it a lot, like, I don't know if you would notice it, but someone that never rode a stand-up, not as a stand-up, the profiling is just interesting. Um, so I think riding that blindfolded and, like, fully feeling that profiling would be pretty cool. Yeah. My argument is just I don't know. I, I need to know when I'm going to headbang and not. So, yeah. yeah. I can definitely see that argument because... 
I was hitting my ear piercings really hard when I rode Ruguru. So, breaking, I just got some breaking news. And I don't know how truthful this is, uh, but I guess somebody just messaged me and said there was an accident on Steel Vengeance and the ride is shut down. I don't know what kind of accidents or anything, but that's the message I just got. <laughs> and uh, obviously, this is going to come out in a few days. So, who knows? It might be nothing when you hear this, or maybe who knows? Yeah, it'll be. Very interesting. I'm I'm doing like the quickest. No, it doesn't look like anything popped up on Twitter yet. yet. Twitter, the source of all truth. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, people. We need information right this second. Yeah, like you can't send a message saying that and not know any information. Like what? We need info. I'm a newsy bitch. Same here. I want to know, and I want to know now. You can't just tease me with a headline. Yeah, that's like, let's go. What is going on? Yep. I still don't have anything, and I'm refreshing. So, yeah, uh, we can continue on with the would you rathers, and if we hear anything at the end of the episode, we will absolutely be popping in to talk about it. Yep, for sure. Uh, so, let's see here. Uh, a bozo coaster enthusiast is asking, Jen, would you rather enjoy Fahrenheit or Steel Vengeance? Steel Vengeance. Steel Vengeance. I do understand. Steel Vengeance is not a bad coaster. Like, it's really, it's really not. It's a very well done coaster. It is just not a coaster that I like. That doesn't mean it's not good. I just don't like it. Where Fahrenheit is bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would choose Steel Vengeance over Fahrenheit. But, yeah, not by far. Not by a lot, but I do Yeah, choose. but this only had one really good ride on Fahrenheit, which, like, I envy. So, his answer is also Steel Vengeance. Yeah, yeah, Steel Vengeance, yep. <laughs> Fahrenheit opinions don't matter. (laughs) I'm kidding. He can like Fahrenheit, except it's garbage, so no, he can't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, the yeah, Steel Vengeance it is. And the next question I think is still for you, but you can read it if you want to, or you want me to read it. Oh my gosh! And it's like the same subject. You can. Um, I'll read it. This is for you specifically, so I want you to answer it first. So, at Theme Park Daddy, would you rather ride Cracked Fury or Uncracked Fahrenheit? Cracked Fury. Let's go. LFG. <laughs> if I die on a BNM, I die on a BNM. It's fine. Oh, no. They didn't ask that. Post. Come on, man. No. Um, <laughs> that was a good question. I laughed at this question. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Um, and the answer is destroyed fury, and the other answer is wrong. Chris, you don't get to answer because I'm gonna literally drive there and knock you out. <laughs> I'm gonna ride Fahrenheit. I'm gonna ride it. <laughs> we made it to the point where I'm now threatening violence on Chris, guys. We're doing great. <laughs> 
Oh, I can't. Uh, I, you know, when when I'm back at Hershey in August, um, I'll have to ride fear or fury Fahrenheit in the middle seats and just get ready for a, a, a bashing, I guess. Yeah, but it's like a weird bashing. Like this is what I was saying. It's not like it's not gonna like throw you around rough like a BNM, but it rattles at like this perfect consistency that it like attacks your temples. And it like, oh my gosh, it just gives you a headache. Like the way that the vibration hits your temples, it hurts so bad. I'll have to have the uh the ibuprofen ready to rock and roll. Yeah, that's like that or like heavily chug some beers right after. Yeah. Hopefully they still have uh what were we drinking? Sunshine pills in there. They usually always have that. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we have surveillance. He said, would you rather have a Cedar Fair or Six Flags Pass for life, but you can't visit the other once you choose? Oh, my goodness. Um, I would rather have a Cedar Fair Pass just because they actually add roller coasters to their parks on like, and not just kiddie coasters. So give me the, uh, give me the Cedar Fair Pass. I am also going to go Cedar Fair Pass, but I also need to like special shout out to Frontier City and um, Fiesta Texas for like actually making me question that at all. Um, if it weren't for you guys, this would have been like a two second thing. I thought about it. Like I, I thought about my answer for a second and that was because of you guys. But the answer is yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I understand. I mean, Cedar Fair. I know that they only add B and M coasters, so it is what it is. No, we only do B and Ms here at Cedar Fair. No, Cedar Fair just has a better collection. The parks tend to be more fun. The food is better. Like everything about the Cedar Fair parks are just better, with the exception of what I've heard about um, Fiesta Texas. Yeah. And I just thought Frontier City was like the most charming park I've ever been to. Yeah. And uh, Fiesta, I mean, I'm sorry. I think the park that would maybe question it for me, there's a couple maybe. Uh, Great Adventure, obviously, with El Toro and Ka. But then Over Texas. Oh, no, I don't want that, Siri. My watch just decided to talk to me. Um. Over Texas, because I think Jeff Siebert is doing awesome stuff down there. No, that's Fiesta. Is it Fiesta? I get them mixed up. Is it Fiesta? Okay. Fiesta. Over, over Texas is the one that just got the power splash, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Fiesta, Texas. You are right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the exact same reason I'm questioning it, because he's doing some amazing things at that park. Um, And from what I've heard, like their coasters are actually very good, whereas like, it's not that Great Adventures coasters are bad. It's just that they're, like, very obviously at a park that doesn't, like, put the same money and care into their coasters. Um, yeah, I just... Sorry. Go ahead. They're just a lot rougher. I was say, I just watched uh, Dan Midway Mayhem, his video from his visit there recently, and rode the new train on the Boomerang, which I think is not what Hershey just did, too. Hershey's trains are like Hershey's trains are pretty old. They did a retheme and a repaint. 
Okay, so they didn't replace the train, but yeah, I guess the train down there at Fiesta, Texas on the boomerang made it like way more enjoyable. So that's that's pretty cool. I mean, you're putting money into a boomerang. Like, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. And like it's working for them. I haven't heard a bad thing about it yet. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, th- we both picked Cedar Fair, even though Six Flags, it, 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 there's a few parks that are doing well. Yes. In the ride category. As a whole, Cedar Fair. Also, yeah. Talon at Birdie Park. Yeah. Duh. Okay, so uh, this one's a long one coming from Velocicoasting. Uh, for, this is Kings Island related, I believe. Uh, for the Vortex plot of land at Kings Island. So it's a big plot of land. Uh, would you rather see the park build an RMC Hyper Hybrid, a.k.a. Beast 3, uh, Revenge of Son of Beast... No, thank you. Um, or a multi-launch coaster. I think mock extreme spinner would be awesome, but I wouldn't complain about an Intamin multi-launch either. So what could you see going in a, I know that you haven't been there, so. Yeah. But you so, know their lineup kind of, right? Yeah, I know their lineup enough to answer. So honestly, the name of the hyper hybrid makes me almost want to say that because it would be perfect. But I think you're right. I think a, uh, um, mock extreme spinner would be an amazing addition because you're not going to have anything like it right at Cedar Point, really anywhere within driving distance. The only other place you're going to get that is um, Silver Dot Lake City or overseas. So I I would definitely think a extreme spinner would be the best addition. Yeah, and uh, and myself um, as it's my closest. One of my home parks. Uh, give me that Intamin multi-launch. Give me something like you know Pantheon or something like that in that area. Uh, you know the rumors were swirling that people from Cedar Fair and Kings Island were down there riding Velocicoaster. Could ha- so how cool would that be to see something like Velocicoaster or like Taylor and Sarah just rode with uh, Batman Gotham City Escape or something like that yeah. over there. Um, th- something like that and that area of the land that could also go back in the woods a little bit would be so cool. Yeah. I could definitely see an intimate multi-launch as well, but that's more just because I love them, but I like the mock for the variety. Yeah. And another thing is like Kings Island only has old school premier flight of fear launch, like the L the L I M launches. So they don't have LSMs there at all. There's the only two launches they have. There are L I M's. Yeah but it would still be a competing poster with being so close. Like that's really what made my decision with it being so close to Cedar point. You have Maverick and steel vengeance. Right. I could see the, the, a little bit of, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't. Yeah. The only thing different with the intimate multi launch is like Maverick has a lift hill and this might not, it would just have a top hat. So a little bit different. Yeah, it could definitely still be different, for sure. I would like to see a mock extreme spinner come somewhere close to the side of you know the states because those look awesome. Yeah, and I think they would do well. It's there's nothing like it. Yeah, Dorney Park get a mock extreme spinner. Yeah, no dive coaster. Let's get the extreme spinner. <laughs> yeah, we don't need Talon two. It's fine. <laughs> well, that could be Talon two point five. Spinny Talon. Yeah, there you go. Spinny, spinny talent. Spinny talent. It's such a good name. Yep. 
perfect. <laughs> All right, so Samuel, I love that name. Um, he said, would you rather have daily access to a park that only has your number one, have daily access to a park, oh, or have daily access to a park with every Vacoma SLC slash boomerang? You can only go to one of these two parks for the rest of your life. Oh, my goodness. Uh, give me the daily access to the park that has my number one, because I'm not going to ride every SLC or boomerang. No, thank you. Yeah. I have the same answer. And also my park with my number one is Islands of Adventure, which even if you don't ride coasters is like one of the best parks in the world. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> that one was a good one, but also easy. Yeah, that one was pretty easy for me. Maybe if my number one was at a shittier park, but I could happily live my life without ever touching Velocicoaster. Yeah, I'd be spending all my days at Cedar Point. <laughs> Yeah, so like they're both really good parks. Yep. We'll have to find someone who's number one is at a shitty park and then ask them this because I'm I'm interested to see if that answer would change. This is true. This is true. Okay. So Shane is asking, would you rather have Cedar Point release details on Top Thrill Dragster or have Cedar Point release details on Top Thrill Dragster? Well, that was a that was a trick one. <laughs> that was a trick one. <laughs> uh, you know what, Shane? You know what I'm going to say? I think they're doing a great job. I think that they are building that suspense. And I know that everybody wants to be a sleuth. But sometimes I like to be surprised. And I think this is one of those times. Yeah, I think that this is the only way they could have done it that actually kept me interested in, if I'm being honest. Like... Now I'm kind of like, like the whole entire time I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I want to know what's happening. But I think if they would have just announced it, I would have just been like, oh, okay, cool. It's a strata. Yeah. Like, It'll be interesting. It'll be something different that you don't see every day. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Oh, my gosh. All right. This one. <laughs> um, I would skip maybe like a minute or two. If you're like under 18. Yeah, like, yeah, 18 or above is this next question. You get skip ahead two minutes. It's not awful, but skip ahead two minutes. All right. Brother in the back row. So, would you rather have no weight for the front row on Maverick, but your adult, uh, your male appendage gets pinched in the restraint, <laughs> or have to wait 40 minutes and get the middle car, but your man need is safe? <laughs> Uh, I'm riding in the middle of Maverick's train every time, every time if I have to, to avoid the pinching. <laughs> this is literally such a random question, and I laughed so hard. The moment Chris showed me it, I was like, we're, we're reading it. It's great. <laughs> so in the reverse, in the reverse role, what about you? <laughs> because I feel like. There's some there's some coasters where I would question this, but on Maverick, I'm middle seat every time. It's a great ride, no matter where you ride. So this is true. See. Yeah, that was that was a funny one. That's yeah, that was great. <laughs> it was great. Now we can welcome back the um. Now we can welcome back the eighteen. Yeah. Welcome back everyone else that is under eighteen. Uh, you've made it to the last. Would you rather, and it's also from one of the brothers of the back row. This one's from Jordan. 
And he is asking, would you rather make fun of everyone who gets out of their seat on the wrong side of the station or do it yourself on Millennium Force? Do it myself on Millie. I embarrass myself enough that it's fine. It's just a part of my being. Yeah, uh, I'll take the other. I'd, I'll make fun of everyone else that gets off on the wrong side. <laughs> Someone's got, I mean, we all got to have humility at some point, right? Someone here's a bully. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> In reality, uh, like, I, if, a whole, if the whole entire train got off on the wrong side, I would probably make fun of them. I'm not even going to lie. At least laugh a little bit. But if I had to choose, like, I embarrass myself at every waking moment, so it's fine. Maybe if it was a park that's not my home park that I know better, then I would be, I would, it would be, I would choose that. Be getting off on the wrong side, but I've rode Millennium Force so many times that it's just a habit to get off on my right side. Yeah. Which makes it more embarrassing if you get off on the left. This is true because then you're standing there with all the water dummies that are sitting there and. Yeah. Like. Does that make you a water dummy if you're over there? <laughs> But yeah, do I get to test the ride, guys? Put me on there in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's funny. These were these were some good ones this time, guys. So thanks for all the participation. Yeah, we always like the participation. The mm -hmm. participation, guys. <laughs> um, this one was super fun. The Witch Rathers have really proven to be great. And now, guys, perfect timing because fireworks are starting. <laughs> it's the grand finale. Grand of the episode. finale this week's episode. Uh, happy Independence Day. Happy Fourth of July to everybody. You know, you're going to hear this a day later. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I'm still celebrating right now. Don't you hear it? Yeah. Our our city fireworks are happening tonight, and we can kind of see them from the backyard. So that'll be exciting to go up there and, and watch that. Oh, fun! I yeah. yeah, I don't do fireworks really. So no. this is the most that I'm getting, guys. So enjoy the fireworks if you do fireworks. Be safe and uh, don't blow off your hands and fingers because that would be real shitty. Yeah, that would be bad. Don't do that. Be smart. You know that you know, just like that video, that, that viral video that goes around with that guy that was in the wheelchair. Back it up, Terry. <laughs> Back up, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh, put it in reverse. Oh, my gosh. Yes, that should be everyone walking away from the fireworks so they don't lose a finger. Thank you. Yeah. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up uh, for this week's episode. And don't forget to uh, come see us on uh, August 25th at Dorney Park. And... Also, all of our socials, uh, we have a lot of listeners, but you don't follow us on the socials. Go like us on, you know, Twitter and Instagram. And what else do we have? <laughs> um, TikTok. And YouTube. And YouTube. Yep. Yeah. We, we have, have a couple. Medias. Yeah, we have we have the socials. Go find us there. But anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. See you next time. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.